0: This is The Traverse Cityist. I'm Gretchen Carr, creator, producer, and host. I invite you to join me on an exploration of the regional culture in and around Traverse City, Michigan. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Be sure to check out our previous episodes. The production of The Traverse is supported by friends who give monthly contributions. You, too, can become a friend. Learn more at TraverseCityist.com
1: The Traverse is brought to you with the support of Oriana Community Co-op, celebrating 50 years in the community. Oriana is Traverse City's go-to source for local produce and specialty ingredients. Founded in 1973 as a back porch buying club, Oriana has grown into Michigan's largest food co-op with over 10,100 community owners. Learn more about our commitment to regional food resiliency at oriana.coop.
0: Every culture has a relationship with food. In many cultures, everything that is eaten, how it is acquired, Who prepares it and who's at the table is a form of communication rich with meaning. The people of the Traverse City region have a strong relationship with food. It has always been a prominent aspect of our culture. The end of the summer is an important time to honor our foodways. My foodways heritage included observing and helping my mother and my grandmother can peaches and tomatoes at the end of every summer. Typical summer meals at my grandparents' picnic table consisted of a simple baked chicken or hamburgers on the grill. Staple sides were sliced kohlrabi, salted sliced tomatoes, sautéed Swiss chard, and cucumber salad, fresh from their garden. These foodways continue, and they have been passed down to my daughter. While the term farm-to-table was not part of the Midwest American mainstream vocabulary, there were people who were, all along, farmed to tabling it right here in Northwest Lower Michigan. People like my grandmother, my mom, and Deanne Lowell. In 1980, Deanne Lowell was working at a natural foods restaurant called In Season, located in the Detroit suburb of Royal Oak. She was young and full of ideas, and she wanted to make a move. I wanted to be in a place that had more trees than people. So DeAnne moved to Traverse City.
2: And I decided to move up here in 1982 in October, and I wanted to start a natural foods restaurant. That was my, my vision. I came up here with that intention.
0: DeAnne started working at one of the very few places where you could get unprocessed organic or natural foods.
2: But at first I worked at Oriana. Um, I made tofu and tempeh. I started the deli there.
0: In the early 80s, there were very few options for healthy dining out in our region.
2: Not only was it hard uh, to find a place to eat, but getting good food, there was no good food in the stores. I mean, produce, you could get produce, but you couldn't get anything organic. Right? You no, couldn't get anything gluten free. You couldn't get any, you couldn't get organic flours. You couldn't get whole wheat pastry flour. You, it was just meat and potatoes and yeah. your just standard food.
0: Soon after moving to Traverse City, Deanne became a mom she was soon introduced to Robin Webb Bransky, who had been running a small bakery called Northern Delights in the nearby village of Benzonia in the heart of Benzie County. Robin needed someone to help her run the bakery. She was also passionate about organic and locally sourced foods.
3: I knew that Deanne was interested in this kind of thing, and so I asked her to help. But then the reason that I was interested is that I had three little kids And I was trying to feed them in a way that, you know, was different than mainstream.
0: Robin thought Deanne would be a good partner in running the bakery. So she called me to
2: ask me if I wanted to help. And I uh, said, absolutely, yes, I'll do it. And so for, for like five months, we worked on menu, we worked on baking, trying different things. And then on, in June of 1985, we opened, we had a grand opening and that's when we opened up Northern Delight.
0: The bakery was housed in an old Masonic building owned by Jean and Roger Moldaven.
2: The Moldavens had a strong desire to save old buildings in the area. And so that was their, that was their impetus.
0: Both retired, the Moldavans had struck oil on their property in Manistee County. They weren't satisfied with the quality of the food and area restaurants, so the Moldavans did what any self-respecting epicures would. They bankrolled Northern Delights. It was their generosity that made Northern Delights possible. The Moldavans had met Robin at community potlucks, and they were impressed with her dishes and her baked goods the Moldavans asked Robin to run the bakery. Robin had learned about baking at the People's Co-op in Ann Arbor, and her travels to Mexico inspired her to feed her community.
3: And I saw how the Mexican people use beans and rice, and, and they feed everybody, and they were taking care of people. Like, you know, the beggars would go into the shops, and I would see them come back out with, like, a little bag full of an orange and a bunch of chicken livers or something. and. And it, it just really made an impression on me of how you know you can take care of each other and um that was a big part of the whole idea too to, just to take care of each other and and how happy people are when you feed them and it tastes good.
0: Robin also grew up in a family that had a strong relationship with food.
3: My grandma brought um, to lower Michigan. Uh, her her ways from Missouri and she had a huge garden and canned everything and did all you know so I I saw all that and my other grandmother was a huge um she was French Italian cook and they made huge pots of spaghetti you know I mean for our generation we did come from a lot of people that cooked they, and, and that knew how to do that knew how to take care of themselves off the land
0: Deanne shared this common cultural heritage with Robin.
2: My grandmother canned everything. She had a root cellar and she would say, Deanne, go on down and pick out some peaches or go get some beans. (laughs) It was such a wonderful memory in my growing up. So we all had that uh, awareness.
0: With their children around them, Deanne and Robin conducted research and tried out recipes. They spent countless hours perfecting various bread recipes, whole wheat, rye, dill onion, three seed, millet, baguettes, sourdough, raisin bread, and Jean's bread, named for Jean Moldavin. They made cookies, cinnamon rolls, muffins, and coffee cakes. All their baked goods were made with organic flours whenever possible. Instead of refined sugar, they used honey or maple syrup. They recycled, composted, and fed scraps to their friends' pigs and chickens. In their first year of operation, they only hired women.
3: It really, really was all about our love of food and health and um, the earth. I'm, it just was really, that's why
2: we did it. That's why we did it, and we wanted it for our families, but we also wanted it for the community. It's
3: pretty amazing what the um, area has grown into now.
0: Eventually, Robin had to bow out and focus on her children. Even
3: though I had to leave, but um, I'm really proud of what um, Deanne and Betty and all their kids did with the bakery. And it's sort of interesting that it turned into a Mexican restaurant.
0: (laughs) Fortunately, the community was growing, but Deanne had to find just the right person to help her continue to run Northern Delights.
2: So... All these young people converged in Benzie County right then because we we still wanted to live in Michigan, but we didn't want to live in a place like um, Detroit or the suburbs of Detroit. So I think it was just this move to come up to this area. And so we raised our kids together, and you know we're still all good, good, good friends to this day. I think this area just drew people that wanted to live more close to nature.
0: Deanne is referring to a group of families that sought out the creative life in Benzie County. People like Ingmar and Lisa Johansson, members of Song of the Lakes. Jack Gear and Barbara Stowe, who lived above Northern Delights and owned field crafts. Kirk and Sharon Jones, the proprietors of St. Ambrose Cellars, and Marty Jablonski, and Betty Demers.
2: So then I talked to this woman in Petoskey at the grain train, and it was it was Betty
0: Demers. Betty had a wealth of experience. Before moving to Petoskey, Betty and her partner Marty had been living near Detroit. Me and Betty met at,
4: in 73 at a natural food restaurant in Hamtramck.
0: That's where I
4: learned a lot, and at the Earth Center. And so, I mean, food service and food things were always either we were doing it right on or we were part we were part of the yellow bean which was a tofu shop. I had a tofu route in Detroit in the 70s.
2: Oh my god. I mean that's yeah. like what was a tofu yeah. route?
4: I I would go to Ann Arbor to soy plant and pick up tofu and come back to Detroit and I would deliver it to Chinese restaurants, food co-ops, um health food stores. Yeah. And so, and Aunt Betty would make uh, tofu cream pies
0: and that was at when At the it, Yellow Bean. At Yellow Bean. In Betty and her family moved to Benzonia and she joined forces with Deanne. One year later, they were operating Northern Delights as a full service restaurant. And
2: then, so then we slowly, we added a deli. We added breakfast. We put tables in there. They were all mismatched tables and my grandmother's table was in there from her house and yeah and so we added
0: lunch and in a very short time northern delights became a place not just for food it was the center of the community the monthly ethnic dinners were very popular
2: well, I, looking back like on some of the pictures that betty ha- betty and marty have about the the ethnic dinners there mm. were there were you know older people in this community mm. there was farmers that came in there was you know there were the good old boys came in too mm, you know were, it, was, it was all different people it was the uh, and then then delight. in the summertime of course mm. people from all over the country came mm. into mm-hmm. northern delights yeah you
3: but guys we really did we did, get, did get, get a lot of locals well, yeah we, we were a very unique um, bakery, deli, cafe, where people could come and get
2: nutritious
4: food exactly. that was delicious. Exactly. And we bought a lot of local food um, produce when we could get it. Right. We a lot of local from farmers, and as much organic as we could get. But back then, there wasn't near as much as it there hardy. is now.
0: Along with the monthly ethnic dinners, Northern Delights became a place for all kinds of community events.
2: We had the Women's History Project and we had the quilt on the floor where all the women were working yeah. on the quilt. And um, yeah, we did Tai Chi. We we had, we had ethnic dinners there in the nights trying to make money on the off season. We did a Greek, we did a Mediterranean. Um, We had music in the evenings, um, anything we could think of to generate some money. But it was definitely, back at that time, it was such a community resource and people really loved it for that. We had people coming from all over, you know, and that would say, I can't believe that there's this oasis in the middle of nowhere.
0: That oasis in the middle of nowhere became somewhere. Everyone that worked there and ate there felt like they were part of something bigger than themselves. Deanne and Betty not only made sure that their patrons were taken care of, but that their employees were also taken care of.
2: After everything was over, we would all sit down as a group and have the dinner yeah. together. Yeah. So there's a. this is a picture of all of us sitting down oh, yeah. and having, yes. now I having that. dinner. So we always made sure that we
0: that we sat down and had a meal together and we got to after connect with yes. each other. Yeah.
3: And be grateful.
0: When Betty and her partner Marty had a second child, she made the choice to transition away from the demands of restaurant work.
3: I'm just so grateful that I got to be part of it.
0: And Deanne was happy to have lived out a dream. I love that
2: it was three women that started this. I, I mean, that meant a lot to me to have the courage. And, and like I said, none of us had business degrees or that much money, and, and uh, we made it happen. There were many, many, many moments where I just thought, this is such an amazing job. Like, I, I loved it. I loved going to work every day, getting up and doing it. It was definitely a lot of work. Um, and trying to juggle... Matthew and the business um, was challenging for me, but no, I mean, I'm so glad I did it.
0: Deanne ran the restaurant as a solo venture for about a year. She wanted to do dinners, but couldn't do it on her own. Then unexpectedly, a new opportunity came her way and she was ready to pass the baton. Fresh out of college with a philosophy degree, Jim Barnes had spent his summers on Crystal Lake and was thinking about running a restaurant. Benzie County was where his heart was.
4: Um, I'm Jim Barnes.
2: Anyway, so Jim came and uh, after a lot of teaching, he was the line cook for dinner. I just thought, I don't know if I can sustain this level of energy with um, being a single mom and it was just a lot of work. And so at the same time, I started to talk to Jim about maybe buying the restaurant.
0: Deanne treated Jim as a second son. She showed him how to make soup and soon Northern Delights had a dinner menu.
2: We did things like moussaka. Um, We did things like spanakopita and we liked to use ingredients that were were in season at the time.
0: In December of 1989, Deanne sold Northern Delights to Jim. It definitely
2: was a movement, but the thing, the thing is, is that I think at the time, we didn't think about it like that because that was our lifestyle. That's, that was our lifestyle. That's how we lived. That's how we ate. That's mm-hmm. how we um, did things so. I didn't think it was that unusual, but when I look back now and realize the kind of places that were here in Benzie County and... Um, in Northern Michigan in general. And Northern Michigan in general. Rome. Right. Right.
0: right. Yeah. At the young age of 23, Jim became the new owner of Northern Delights. He inherited recipes created by Deanne, Betty, and Robin, and their community of loyal patrons and some loyal employees. All he needed was some additional staff. His energy and instinct brought together a mix of local high school and college students and summer kids. I was one of those local kids who joined Jim's staff in the summer of 1994 and 1995. Northern Delights had a huge impact on my life. As a child, I remember the smell of the bakery when it was run by Deanne, Betty, and Robin. As a young adult, Northern Delights was a notable influence. And to this day, I feed my family with some of the Northern Delights recipes. And many of the friendships I made while working there are still going strong, including my friendship with Jim. I asked him to reach out to the Northern Delights alumni for an informal reunion.
2: Oh she's got her <laughs> northern, <laughs> northern <laughs> delight oh, shirt on. <laughs> oh, <that's amazing. laughs> wow. 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 Most of you guys know Joanna, huh? So I'm Joanna
3: Aldridge. I worked there in the last summer, ninety eight. Oh, so it's wow.
5: Joanna Hyman then. My brother Matt cooked there. Tippy. He'll be here <laughs> Tippy is my brother. And he'll be here in probably fifteen
6: minutes. Mm. Oh,
5: it's okay. Tippy, so we should add probably ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tip time. Yeah.
4: Hey. You guys um can I you do live in Northern conducting this. All right.
7: um, I'm Adam Brooks. I live in Traverse City now. <laughs> I worked in Northern Lights for 7 years. Yeah. yeah. And
4: uh we were line cooks together, prep cooks together and uh what else have we do? Uh, we were in the deli. <laughs> I was a bread baker. Um, <laughs> were we all And then Kristen. Kristen Bigland, I live in honor. I did every
0: role except for line cook, which I did for one hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no.
6: Never?
4: <laughs> Never.
0: Never. <laughs> Kristen, Adam, and Johanna were among the many who answered the invitation to gather. With Jim and Deanne. We all met at the main dining room at Chimney Corners Resort on the north shore of Crystal Lake. Around 5 p.m. on an August evening, 19 Northern delighters came together, each one still carrying the spark that they had with them as kids and young adults. Now, with careers in art and design, agriculture, the sciences, medicine, finance, education, and business, even the restaurant business, the majority of the group still reside in the Traverse City region, and others came from Italy, California, Oregon, and Illinois. Three of them zoomed in from southern Michigan, Colorado, and Hawaii.
4: I want to take this opportunity. we got more people coming. I know that Joe Sturgis and Courtney Lindner are on their way. I apologize. I made them swing by my house to pick up some um, cauliflower.
7: Um, but, uh, have
0: Jim, <laughs> Jim opened up our conversation by paying homage to the women that gave him the foundation for his first success as a restaurant owner. He also credited them with an award he had received by the Northern Michigan Environmental Action Council.
4: Uh, what I want to say is just that the um, you know, Northern Delights was founded on so many great values and principles that was created by Dan and Betty and Robin, uh, you know, with um, just like trying to source locally, doing the organic thing, having an herb garden, composting, recycling. Those are things that a 23-year-old little boy wouldn't have ever, <laughs> you know. I, I didn't. I, I, I was happy to adopt those and maintain them, but I certainly would have never created them. And, you know, in 1992, I was awarded Environmentalist of the Year, which really I shouldn't have been. <laughs> of the been you know, passed on to the three women ahead of me, you know. And so sometimes I get more credit than that's due, and and uh, so I just want to make sure that you know. And also the other thing I um, just wanted to thank you for being such a great supporter of, of you know, helping me out for so many years afterwards. You know.
0: Grinning ear to ear, we sat around the dining room table, memories flooding back, many of us laughing, some even laughing until we cried. Jim passed around a light appetizer.
4: Uh, I got some, have, a, have a, uh, one of these things.
0: What are those, Jim? Uh, just roasted
4: cauliflower. With uh, E2, oh El- Alberta essential. It's a Alberto's uh, spice. And then I got beer and wine. I'm gonna start pouring beer and wine to everybody, but you guys keep on talking, you?
0: we? went around the table, recalling our experiences.
7: Joe Sturgis, I live in Los Angeles. Uh, I don't know the exact years I worked at Northern Glides, 1990 to 94, three, mm-hmm. 93 probably. <laughs> and uh, let's see, I don't think I bought, I definitely prepped, I definitely waited. And I did did breakfast, a Coke line, I Mm -hmm. think. And I had the notoriety of cooking a meal and serving a meal for the same customer. Oh, yeah,
5: Yeah. that's right.
3: I'm Barb Schnarjati. I started at Northern Delights in 1986, working for Deanne. And I ended up working there off and on, side jobs, home from college, all that. so, I ended up being there for a very long time, but sporadically. I think I've been thinking about this, and this was 30 years ago, you know? And we have all done a lot in our lives. We've all done a lot of really cool things and been a lot of places, but that was a, a really happy time. I think we were just all really happy all the time. People would come, and then they'd go back to their real lives, their college or home or whatever, and then they'd come back the next summer, and everybody was happy to, get, you know, to see them again. And It was just a really
5: wonderful time.
6: I'm Sonia Shafty, and I live in Colorado. Okay, so I was the old lady in the group, <laughs> and um, I didn't do the after-work activities because I was a mom,
3: and
6: you guys were much younger than me, but... <laughs> It was such a great, I walked in and asked Jim for a job, and I think he gave me a job that day, and I had never really worked in a restaurant, so that was pretty nice, and then I ended up running the front for you, no idea what I was doing, but it was, <laughs> it was fabulous, and the people that, I mean, all you guys that I worked with, I still, I mean, I can picture you all in Northern Delights, every day I can see you, so it's, it's really such a great Community. I can't even tell you how great it was. I came from Southern Michigan, and as a vegetarian, moving to Benzie County, I thought I was
4: screwed.
5: <laughs> uh, and then uh, Becky, DeBreeze? Um, well, my favorite, favorite thing was not technically on the menu. It was what we all used to call the magic salad. And it was greens, vegetables, black beans, brown rice mm. and tahini, tahini dressing, dressing. Mm. Yeah. oh my gosh so I still make the tahini oh, I dressing t- also t- might have stolen yes. that recipe yeah.
4: okay and then we got Kristen uh, Pine
1: Kitely over there I mean the food was amazing I mean who thought that putting wild rice in a waffle was a good idea but man
5: <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was it was a really good idea
1: I mean I have a passion for food to this day I mean I can get more excited talking about food than I can even talking about my children, I'd much rather I would much rather talk about food than talk about them.
7: Um, I'm Rick Ball. I live in uh, Evanston, Illinois, um, for the majority of the year. Up here as much as I can in the summer. Um, uh, the people were fantastic, and it was it was um, it really felt like community, and um, you felt like you belonged, and everybody respected one another, and and it was a real team effort. It felt like it, everybody was just doing the best to get to the end of the shift and have fun doing it. Um, yeah. And was, it was controlled chaos for the most part, but that's Jim and um, all its glory, so.
0: It was chaotic, it was work, and it was fun. Jim had a knack for recognizing people with talent and who were just fun to work with. We all began to realize that Deanne and Jim and the whole experience played a significant role in our lives
5: so i'm courtney linder stores and um i live in portland oregon right now and i've been thinking a lot about this because i'm a restaurant owner of 21 years in portland oregon and really i got i mean you're really the reason why i went into the business and um i do all the wine buying still to this day and Jim allowed me to do the wine list when I was twenty. So <laughs> <laughs> I really? Didn't, I didn't want, uh, you're going to allow me to do that? So I thought that was really cool. Um, and uh, the community, definitely, um, just amazing. And but I want to say too, like, for owning a restaurant, like Jim, you were like uber involved in. Um, you know, it was insane. You were there all the time. Right. And and it was wonderful, but you were never a micromanager to from I never felt that way. And you you made I feel like you gave people the opportunity to do their job, you yeah. know, and you trusted people. And that's empowerment, you know, that's huge as a young person. Yeah. Like I was eighteen, nineteen, twenty 20 it's like You gave that to people. Well, thanks.
0: I
4: would say that, like Matt said, you didn't work on the line in the kitchen, however.
0: Jim also took many of his employees under his wing. And I, Max Anderson, um,
4: I was probably 13 or 14 and got some trouble at school. And my mom's like, You're getting a job. (laughs) And I went to. I can't remember where the first place, I had been only working at Crystal Downs as a caddy and um, I walked into Northern Delights and he said, can you start now? (laughs) uh, So I just went out and said, yeah, I'm going to start now. And um, I did mill the wood with you for the bar. There was lots yet, 14. I had a lot of learning lessons. I also used those. Vegetable cutting skills to uh, woo many of women in my year. <laughs> Maybe dressings from scratch. Yeah. So, um, I use that to my advantage for sure.
5: Um.
0: And then there was Dave Crowley, who spent 11 summers working at Northern Delights, beginning with Deanne. If one could answer the question, what can working in a restaurant teach you about life? It would be Dave.
7: All right, everybody. Hi. Good to see you all. I love you all so much, and I wish I was there. I'm I'm kind of choking up here. Um, so, yeah, Northern Delights. Jim, thanks. Man, I was 15. Max, you got me beat by a year, but uh, – 15 to 26. That was my my formative lifetime. Uh, Everything I learned about life I learned from Northern Delights and and all of you people. (laughs) We're proud of you. We're proud of you, dude. You made us proud. I I learned how to wash dishes, you know, like Max said, and wash dishes, cook, and make salad dressings, and that gets you far in the world. I learned how to cook. I learned how to cut onions from Deanne. I think I think a lot of people have said that. I also learned how to cut uh, parsley from Deanne for tabbouleh for hours and hours and hours. And hours and hours. Chop <laughs> it finer. Keep chopping. <laughs> you know, learn how to bake from, from Paul Banish in, in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> so between Paul Banish and, and John Barnes, I learned about music and, yes. and, and reggae. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. that, you know, in high school, my I was voted most likely to become a Rasta man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I got damn close. I mean, I, uh, I came pretty close to it. Uh, yes. and, and like Courtney, uh, I think I got you beat by one year. Jim handed me the wine list when I was 19. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh you're my meeting
7: God. with all the distributors today and you're doing a tasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which wines we're going to have oh on the menu. All right. Thanks. thanks, Jim. Don't tell them how old I am, but no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all the rest of you guys, I've learned about friendships and, and family and and drinking and partying and beach parties and boats and bars. And, uh, I, Jim, I have a, I still have a scar. I don't know if you can see it on my arm right here. What, what was this it from? the, the hot pad. From grabbing burritos out of the camo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right at the end, of the, end of the end of the hot pad. Yeah, yeah we had the worst That's, set yeah. of
4: hot pads, man. They're always burnt out. Right.
7: Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, you know, obviously we're talking Northern Delights, but I think Max, maybe it was me and you in the kitchen when the, the roadhouse chips caught on fire and we had to pull the system. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, yeah. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> scary moments. That was a scary moment, yeah. absolutely. I always wanted to pull it, so I was happy to do it. But yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah baba ganoush. You know, Sonia's baba ganoush recipe changed my life in, yeah. you, in a lot of ways. And uh, also salsa. I mean, obviously, your, your salsa recipe was great, but but I really learned to wear gloves when you're cutting 100 jalapenos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those, the cream cheese brownies, I ate a lot of those mm-hmm. giant cookies. Oh, my Cheese. Yeah. Kristen, between you and, and Christina and maybe Catherine Schultz and a few others, the, the music collection? Uh, how many times you listen to that Tracy Chapman CD? Yeah. yeah. And that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. You can just listen to that yeah. over oh, and yeah. over. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, man, those damn ethnic food weekends. Oh, not, 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 not. Like that was, I think, when I almost lost it. We had we were serving something in coconuts. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It was a curry. It was a curry dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The deck was stacked. The inside was stacked. Yeah. There was like four of us. There was, you know. Nobody in the kitchen. We were we were cooking and serving at the same time. And, but uh, yeah, so much good stuff. Saw the lakes over and over again. Oh my yeah. god, man. Uh, Who knows? The deck. I think it was 1997. Maybe Joanna. Maybe Max. We were we were outside when that meteor. Yeah. Yeah. Lit up that whole sky. Mm-hmm. That, was that was just mind mm-hmm. blowing. Yeah. But uh, and those the raccoons in the compost. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. But you know, it's just so many people. I, I'm, I'm so happy to see you guys all here but but and and uh, Matt Tippy over there <laughs> I, I can't see you but uh, I, uh, I I appreciate everything I learned from you guys and, and Jim of course you know obviously management and cooking and uh, you know how to uh, have some amount of grace under pressure and and uh, and resiliency right overcoming yep. our, yeah, our failures, for sure. uh, and, and making the best of things yeah, so you guys I,
2: I want to say like just listening to all of you, uh, the thing that strikes me the most is that you were all so
5: young. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of young people that worked with me, but your group was we were totally really young. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys we were all babies. What's that, Sonia?
6: They were special.
2: I had no idea that it was weird to do a natural foods restaurant you know, here. Yeah. I just thought it was, you know, it was cool, and that's what I wanted to do. And Well, and Benzie good. was
4: a ripe community for it. You know, Top yeah, Top of the Hill in Benzonia yeah. is, is a little bit different from the rest of, the, of Benzie County. It's a little bit more left-wing.
2: I don't know, I, I don't know they, they have, I think I think, think we it made it more left-wing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I I yeah, I think uh, we created we that. It. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. And you think when you're young, like you guys, you can do, you can do anything,
4: right? You don't know what you can't. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I would just there. um the law of attraction or whatever. I just remember um, having no hesitation. All right. out of, of naivete, I was totally naive and just proceeded. Without any hesitation, because I didn't know any better. You right. know? Yeah. I had no idea, and and uh, but uh, we made things work, and only just because I'm willing to just sort of, you know, spearhead and move and just just without any hesitation. You know, yeah. Just like I. But no that's young. The that's going the you can do it. I would have gone right off a cliff. I'll exactly. you exactly. <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah. You can do exactly. yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was a blast.
0: It was a blast. In 1999, Jim Barnes converted Northern Delights into the Roadhouse Mexican Bar and Grill, which still serves the famous salsa, guacamole, and black beans created at Northern Delights. The Roadhouse remains a popular eat spot for locals and visitors to this day. I'm Gretchen Carr. Thank you for listening to The Traverse Cityist. The Traverse Cityist is brought to you with the support of
1: Oriana Community Co-op, rooted in Traverse City for 50 years, now with two locations. Our 10th Street store, located in the heart of the Nobo neighborhood, and our newest location, Oriana West, on US 31, featuring a full-service meat and seafood counter, an inspired culinary department, and a robust cooking class program held in our teaching kitchen. Check out our upcoming events and cooking classes at Oriana.coop.